Hare Krishna, welcome to this episode of Bhagavad Gita. Today's verse is chapter 4, texts 16 and 17. Topic, the intricacies of action. Om Namo Bhagavate Vasudevaya Om Namo Bhagavate Vasudevaya Om Namo Bhagavate Vasudevaya Om Ajnanati Mirandhasya Gyananjana Shalakaya Chakshurun Militam Yenatasmai Shri Gurave Namaha Shri Chaitanya Mano Bhishtam Sthapitam Yenabhutale Swayam Rupaha Kadamahyam Dadatisva Padantikam Vandeham Shri Guru Shri Yuta Padakamalam Shri Gurun Vaishnavamscha Shri Rupam Sagrajatam Sahagana Raghunathan Vitam Tamsajivam Sadvaitam Savadhutam Parijana Sahitam Krishna Chaitanya Devam Shri Radha Krishna Padan Sahagana Lalita Shri Vishakhan Vitamscha He Krishna Karuna Sindho Dinabandho Jagatpate Gopesha Gopika Kanta Radha Kanta Namostute Tapta Kanchana Gaurangi Radhe Vrindavaneshwari Vrishabhanu Sute Devi <coughs> Pranamami Haripriye Vancha Kalpatarubhyascha Kripa Sindhubhyayevacha Patitanam Pavanebhyo Vaishnavebhyo Namunamaham Nama Om Vishnupadaya Krishna Prishthaya Bhutale Srimate Bhaktivedanta Swaminitinamine Namaste Saraswati Deve Gauravani Pracharine Nirvishesha Sunyavadi Paschatya Deshatarine Jai Shri Krishna Chaitanya Prabhu Nityananda Shri Advaita Gadadhara Shri Vasadi Gaurabhakta Vrinda Hare Krishna Hare Krishna 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 Hare 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 Rama Hare Rama 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 Hare Hare So welcome everyone and today's topic is <coughs> the intricacies of action chapter 4 verses 16 and 17 Please repeat word to word and then we will repeat uh, line line by line Kim karma kim akarma iti kavayaha api atra mohitaha tat te <coughs> karma pravakshyami yat gyatva mokshyase Ashubhat Kim karma kima karmeti Kavayopyatra mohitaha Tate karma pravakshami Yagyatva moksha se shubhat Kim karma kima karmeti <coughs> Kavayopyatra mohitaha 
तत्ते कर्म प्रवक्ष्यावा मोक्ष से शुभात् किम कर्म किमकर्मेती कवयोप्यत्र मोहिता तत्ते कर्म प्रवक्ष्यावा मोक्ष से शुभात् किम वाट इज कर्म एक्शन किम वाट इज अकर्म इन एक्शन दस कवय द इंटेलिजेंट अभी ऑलसो अत्र इन दिस मैटर मोहिता आर बीवलडेड तत् दैट ते अंत यू कर्म वर्क प्रवक्ष्यामि आई शैल एक्सप्लेन यत् विच ज्ञावा नोइंग मोक्ष से You will be liberated, Ashubhat, from ill fortune. Translation and purport by His Divine Grace, A.C. Bhaktivedanta Swami, Śrīla Prabhupāda ki jai. Translation, even the intelligent are bewildered in determining what is action and what is inaction. Now I shall explain to you what action is, knowing which you shall be liberated from all misfortune. <coughs> So an important point here is that kavayopyatram kavayopyatram mohita. That means even the most intelligent person cannot understand the intricacies of action. And Krishna is saying, now I shall explain to you what action is. That means he is not simply some you know ordinary intelligent person who knows a little bit more than anybody else. No, he is a Shri Bhagavan Vacha. So he, when he says, everything will become clear. It's like the sun. And all these intelligent people. are like people with torchlights you know they want to shine you know when when you are in a pitch dark place when you you know light the torchlight and you see you can see a little bit i mean you can see a little bit about your surroundings but not you won't get the complete picture but when the sun rises or oh, everything you don't need any other torchlight uh, so the sun completely illuminates everything and we can see everything clearly and we can see ourselves as well <clears throat> so with knowledge from krishna which is like the sun puranarko dhunoditaha in fact it is said shrimad bhagavatam in the first canto itself third chapter 43rd verse there is a mention of the bhagavatam how the bhagavatam completely nullifies or counteracts the darkness of kaliyuga How is that so? Here you see, Krishna swadham opagate dharmagyana dibhisa kalau nashta drishamesha puranarko dhuno dita. This this Bhagavat Puran is as brilliant as the sun. Purana arka arka means sun. Puran which is brilliant like the sun. This Bhagavat Puran is as brilliant as the sun. and it has arisen just after the departure of lord krishna to his own abode accompanied by religion knowledge etc <clears throat> persons who have lost their vision due to the dense darkness of ignorance in the age of kali shall get light from this puran 
So similarly, Bhagavad Gita also is like the sun, illuminating, self-illuminating. Whatever is spoken by Krishna and what is spoken about Krishna by authoritative sages, it is all as brilliant as the sun. There is no difference whether it is by Krishna or about Krishna, as long as it is by authoritative sources like Shastra. If somebody is talking about Krishna but he is not a Vaishnav, no, that is not the same. Avaishnava mukhodgirnam putam harikathamritam shravanam naivakartavyam sarpochishtam yathapayaha sarpa uchishta. That means the, the, the milk that is um, taken by the serpent and the, the remnants of that milk. <coughs> like Krishna chishta, that is the Krishna prasadam. Uchishta means the food that is left by somebody. So, rejected food. Um, so, that is Uchishta. Um, if we take the food left by great saintly persons or the Supreme Personality of Godhead, uh, that is very purifying. But when we take um, food left by the contaminated person, we get contaminated. You know? If he has a fever or something and if we eat his Uchishta, then we will also be contaminated. And especially, <coughs> especially if it is sarpochishta, uh, the food left by the snake. Oh, <laughs> sarpochishta yatha payaha. Payaha means milk. So the milk that is left over from what the snake has eaten, uh, that you cannot touch. So we will see the uchishta of a great saintly person. One five. 25 Uchishtale pan anumodito dvijai Sakritsma bunje tadapasta kilbishaha Evam pravritasya vishuddha chetasas Tadharma evatma ruchi prajayate Once only, by their permission, I took the remnants of their food, and by so doing, all my sins were at once eradicated. Thus being engaged, I became purified in heart and at that time the very nature of the transcendentalist became attractive to me. So this is Narad Muni describing his previous life when he was a son of a Shudrani and he was serving this uh, great devotees, Bhaktivedantas, uh, pure devotees. And he ate the remnants of their food and his, his heart became like them. You know, that is the you know purifying nature. There is another one second. Hmm. You see, 16, uh, Chaitanya Charitamrita, Antyalila, Chapter 16, Text 59. Krishner Uchishta Hoy Mahaprasad Nam Bhakta Shesha Hoyle Maha Mahaprasad Akhyan. See, uh, the remnants of food offered to Lord Krishna are called Mahaprasadam. And after this same Mahaprasadam has been taken by a devotee, the remnants are elevated to Mahamahaprasadam. <laughs> you see? So, the Uchishta of Krishna and Bhaktashesh. Bhaktashesh means, you see, remnants of the devotee. That means a Bhakta Uchishta. Of course, should be a pure devotee. <clears throat> then, Mahamahaprasadam. But Sarpochishtam, 
Uchishta word, you know, that is that's why I wanted to show you this. The different effects of eating the remnants of different kinds of food. Sarpochishta. Hmm? You see, Sanatan Goswami has written in Hari Bhakti Vilasam Avaishnava Mukhodgirnam Putam Hari Kathamritam Shravanam Naiva Kartavyam Sarpo Chishtam Yathapayaha Sarpa means snake. In fact, the English word serpent come from the, comes from the Sanskrit word Sarpa. Sarpa, serpent. Sarpo Chishtam Yathapayaha One should not hear anything about Krishna from a non-Vaishnava. <clears throat> Milk touched by the lips of a serpent has poisonous effects. Similarly, talks about Krishna given by a non-Vaishnava are also poisonous. You know, another verse is there in the Srimad Bhagavatam about what happens when you hear the... Of course, there are so many verses, but especially this verse which signifies what happens when we hear the topics of Krishna from a devotee. See this? This is 113 of Bhagavatam. Nigama kalpataro galitam phalam shukamukhadam ritadravasam yutam pibata bhagavatam rasamalayam muhuraho rasika bhuvibhavukah shukamukhad amritadravasam yutam. See, shukamukhad means shuka means Sukadev Goswami, mukhat means from the lips. So this is also Uchishta. Why why Avaishnava Mukhod Girnam? The words coming out from the um, non-Vaishnava, Avaishnava, is like the, the remnants of food left by the serpent. So that is also Uchishta. But Bhakta Uchishta, uh, one thing is the food, the other thing is the, the words. Uh, so Shukamukhat, Shukamukhat means from the lips of Shukadeva Goswami, who is a great Vaishnava, hmm? one of the twelve leading authorities on devotional service, the Mahajans. Mahajans there are twelve, and Vayasakir is one of them. One of them. Vayasakir means Vyasadeva's son, Shukadeva Goswami. So, when he is speaking uh, from his mouth, from his lips, when it comes out, you see what is stated: "O expert and thoughtful men, relish Srimad Bhagavatam." the mature fruit of the desire tree of Vedic literatures. It emanated from the lips of Sri Sukadeva Goswami. Therefore, this fruit has become even more tasteful. Although, its nectarian juice was already relishable for all, including liberated souls. See that? So, Bhagavatam is already very tasteful, very uh, nice to hear. But when it comes from the lips of a devotee, it becomes even more tasty, even, even more nice to hear. Okay, you've got to give me one second. The lighting had to be had to be adjusted a bit, you know. All right, now it's fine. So, from when it comes from the mouth of lips of a pure devotee like Shukadeva Goswami, oh, it becomes even more relishable. <clears throat> there is another verse like this in the Narada Bhakti Sutra. I don't know if you remember that. In the Narada Bhakti Sutra, 
I have shown this before. 69th Sutra, he says, the effect of devotees, you see, the effect of devotees is this. Tirthi kurvanti tirthani, sukarmi kurvanti karmani, sat shastri kurvanti shastrani. Their association, that means the association of devotees, makes holy places holy, they make works auspicious, and they make the scriptures authoritative. When a um, pure devotee quotes a scripture, then one really understands the authority of the scripture. They make scriptures authoritative. How come? Now, Krishna said in the yesterday's verse we have seen 4.15 and also previously 4.10 that many, many people have taken to this path and became successful. <coughs> so, when we associate with devotees, we can see that practically. So, they make the scriptures authoritative. That means what Krishna is saying, that is verily, I mean, practically seen. So, the authority of scriptures, one gets confidence. Yes, yes, yes. You see, actually there are examples. When Krishna says like that, okay, we have example of all the different devotees that are mentioned in the Bhagavatam. Uh, so, there, there, there are examples like Prahlad Maharaj, Dhruv Maharaj. I mean, unending. So full Bhagavatam is full of this. Examples of people who have made it back to God. So, <clears throat> and when they speak like, um, okay, this is another thing. That Sri Chaitanya Mahaprabhu has said that means he's the holy name of Krishna will be spreading all over the world in every town and village of the planet. Even the followers of Chaitanya Mahaprabhu did not believe it to the fullest extent. That maybe he's just mentioning India, maybe, you know, in a figurative way he was saying that. But when Prabhupada actually did it, oh, the words became very, very prominent. Until then, you see, Prabhupada quoted that very much. But... Before that, it was not so much quoted, you know. Prithivita Achyajyotanagaradigram. But it was not taken in this context. You see that? But when Prabhupada did it, oh, those statements became like, whoa, this is like really big deal because Chaitanya Mahaprabhu said it and Prabhupada fulfilled it. And the, the importance of those words became heightened to an, a different level altogether. So, <clears throat> the scriptures authority. And when they quote it, like for example, um, there are so many shlokas in you know all different kinds of scriptures. So, Srila Prabhupada has quoted in his lectures and in his purports. You know, when he quotes from Padma Puran, from this verse, or from the, you know from Madhvacharya, this verse, or from Sridhar Swami, this verse, or Krishna Karanamrita, this verse, you know, when this and some Rupa Goswami, this verse. So, when Prabhupada quotes it, oh, this is very interesting. Very, I mean, it makes it authoritative. Okay, Prabhupada said this, okay? and you know. In that context, Prabhupada used in that way. Then, you know, we also tend to remember as the more and more we hear about it, the more the more and more we remember it. So, it make the scriptures authoritative. So, this this is the um, um, effect of listening from a devotee. Another instance is I've, I've told you this before also that, um, for example, among the moon and among the stars and the moon, Bhagavad Gita says. So, Srila Prabhupada caught on to that and every such thing, even in fact, Sundagopal Prabhu shared a verse from the Prahlad Maharaj's teachings about a magnet, just as a magnet can attract, you know, iron, uh, similarly, Krishna attracts all the devotees. So, Krishna is very attractive and a devotee also becomes attractive like that. So, 
it is a okay that is good but then prabhu quote i mean prabhu you know highlighted that point that you see magnet is known even then it means magnetic force and all these things is not like a recent discovery or some 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 scientists or american scientists or whatever some european scientists has found out magnet already the word is there hmm akarsha right so because magnet means it, it draws the iron in fact iron is also called i i i am aya ayaha ayaha means iron in fact the pronunciation also is similar to english iron and ayaha of course in india they pronounce it differently iron iron like that but actually the the pronunciation is iron so ayaha is you know the same pronunciation in fact so when the words are used i mean when those examples are all you know even krishna said i am among the stars and the moon immediately prabhupada caught on to that and said you see moon is one of the stars he challenged even the scientists uh, world view saying that no you see moon is uh, stars are not like the sun they are like the moon see immediately he he's you know he he's making the statements not just like you know oh like a, like a figurative no it is it is authoritative it's scientific so he makes it authoritative oh this is actually correct krishna's words is correct so that's how that's what happens when we hear from the lips of a pure devotee our faith in krishna increases whereas when we hear from a avaishnava our faith decreases hmm. we will not advance in fact whatever we have learned also will be gone poisonous that's why so anyway coming back to the point <clears throat> even the intelligent are bewildered in determining what is action and what is inaction not just the fools even the intelligent now i shall explain to you so krishna is talking like this krishna is saying i will explain now um okay i think we will read the purport and we will go through the whole thing all right purport action in krishna consciousness has to be executed in accord with the examples of previous bona fide devotees this is recommended in the 15th verse why such action should not be independent will be explained in the in the text to follow in the next one 417 which we will also be doing to act in krishna consciousness one has to follow the leadership of authorized persons who are in a line of disciplic succession as explained in the beginning of this chapter evam parampara praptam the system of krishna consciousness was first narrated to the sun god the sun god explained it to his son manu manu explained it to his son ikshvaku and the system is current on this earth from that remote time therefore one has to follow in the footsteps of previous authorities in the line of disciplic succession otherwise even the most intelligent man will be bewildered regarding the standard actions of krishna consciousness see that even the most intelligent will be bewildered regarding the standard actions of krishna consciousness vaishnavar kriya mudra vigyahana bujhai actually prabhupad used the word vaishnavara this one 2339 madhilila of chetana maha chetana chetana charitamrita yarchitte krishna prema 
करये उदय तार वाक्य क्रिया मुद्रा विज्ञान बुझाए तार वाक्य क्रिया मुद्रा विज्ञान बुझाए सिम even the most learned man cannot understand the words activities and symptoms of a person situated in love of godhead they cannot understand as prabhupada said a devotee also uh, you know he may take the public transport like a non devotee or he may you know uh, use the same things as a non devotee or he may he may also take bath and he may also eat so it, it looks like nothing very different among the uh, about the devotees but completely different uh, they are also eating they are also eating so what no but we are eating prasadam so <clears throat> uh, uh, even the most intelligent man actually cannot understand the words activities and symptoms of a person situated in love of god it's very difficult to understand only by the mercy of the pure devotee can we understand if we are wanting to advance in the spiritual life if you are submissive you know then we can under- even if we challenge even if we try to challenge with our you know so called logical uh, um, capacity we will not be able to understand never so otherwise even the most intelligent man will be, will be bewildered regarding the standard actions of krishna consciousness for this reason the lord decided to instruct arjuna in krishna consciousness directly besides sorry because of the direct direct instruction of the lord to arjuna anyone who follows in the footsteps of arjuna is certainly not bewildered so because everybody is you know gets confused so krishna is clarifying everything for to arjuna and anybody who follows in the footsteps of arjuna is certainly not bewildered it is said that one cannot ascertain the ways of religion simply by imperfect experimental knowledge right we will go to the verse you know the verse already do you 18 chapter verse 30 to 32 i think you see 18.30 प्रवृत्तिं च निवृत्तिं च कार्या कार्ये भया भये बन्धं मोक्षं च यावत्ति बुद्धिः सापार्थ सात्वकी ओ सन ऑफ पृथा दैट अंडरस्टैंडिंग बाय व्हिच वन नोज व्हाट ऑट टू बी डन एंड व्हाट ऑट नॉट टू बी डन व्हाट इज टू बी फियर्ड एंड व्हाट इज नॉट टू बी फियर्ड व्हाट इज बाइंडिंग एंड व्हाट इज लिबरेटिंग इज इन द मोड ऑफ गुडनेस यधर्मं अधर्म च कार्य चाकार्यमेव अयथावत्जाति बुद्धि सापाथराजसी ओसन ऑफ पृथा दैट अंडरस्टैंडिंग विच कैनॉट डिस्टिंग्विश बिट्वीन रिलीजन एंड इरिलीजन बिट्वीन एक्शन दट शुड बी डन एंड एक्शन दट शुड नॉट बी डन इज इन द मोड ऑफ पैशन अधर्म धर्म मनते तमसावृता सर्वाथरीताश्च बुद्धि हिसा पार्थतामसी दैट अंडरस्टैंडिंग व्हिच कंसीडर्स इरिलीजन टू बी रिलीजन एंड रिलीजन टू बी इरिलीजन अंडर द स्पेल ऑफ इल्यूजन एंड डार्कनेस एंड स्ट्राइव्स ऑलवेज इन द रॉन्ग डायरेक्शन ऑफ पार्था इज इन द मोड ऑफ इग्नोरेंस यू सी एंड मेजॉरिटी ऑफ पीपल टुडे आर लाइक दिस दे डोंट नो व्हाट इज करेक्ट व्हाट इज रॉन्ग समटाइम्स दे टेक दे टेक द रॉन्ग टू बी करेक्ट एंड करेक्ट टू बी रॉन्ग इन दिस वे एवरीथिंग अबाउट देम यू सी आई थिंक वी विल गो बैक टू दिस एक्सप्लेनेशन स्पेशली 
this one you see the the purport is very interesting intelligence in the mode of ignorance is always working the opposite of the way it should it accepts religions which are not actually religions and rejects actual religion men in ignorance understand a great soul to be a common man and accept a common man as a great soul they think truth to be untruth and accept untruth as truth in all activities they simply take the wrong path therefore they, their intelligence is in the mode of ignorance see their feature another feature of them is they don't know what is right and what is wrong they don't know who is right and who is wrong they don't know who is great and who is useless they take the great to be useless and they take the useless to be great and they take god to be an ordinary man and ordinary man to be god everything is topsy turvy and they think they are very intelligent <laughs> you know so you see you see i just said that one cannot ascertain the ways of religion simply by imperfect experimental knowledge actually the principles of religion can only be laid down by the lord himself dharmam tu sakshat bhagavat pranitam bhagavatam 6.3.19 so that's why because only krishna or bhagavan can uh, give us what is dharma <coughs> therefore he said dharma samsthapanarthaya sambhavami yuge yuge because he can actually establish dharma religion so that's why he said i will come and do it or he will send his authorized representatives the acharyas no one can manufacture a religious principle by imperfect speculation one must follow in the footsteps of great authorities like brahma shiva narada manu the kumaras kapila prahlad bhishma sukadev goswami yamaraj janaka and bali maharaj from where all these names came some random names is it no it's a shloka actually this whole thing dharmantu sakshat from here all the way to here is you see we will, we will see the actual shlokas it's from the shrimad bhagavatam 6 3 first we'll go to 19 and then 20 see 19 dharmam tu sakshat bhagavat pranitam navai vidurrish yonaapi devah na siddha mukhya asura manushyah kuto nu vidya dharacharanadayah real religious principles are enacted by the supreme personality of godhead although fully situated in the mode of goodness even the great rishis who occupy the topmost planets cannot ascertain the real religious principles nor can the demigods or the leaders of siddhaloka to say nothing of the asuras ordinary human beings vidyadharas and charanas you see even the today's was what is the today's was even the most intelligent cannot ascertain what is to be done and what is not to be done what is what is to be done what is not to be done is about is the subject matter of religion what you should do and what you should not do you should serve krishna and you should smartavya satatam vishnur vismartavyo na jaduchit always remember krishna never forget krishna that's it and every other rule do and don't do and don't do and don't that's all religion is all about what you should do what you should not do what you should do what you should not do that's all is all about do's and don'ts so of course the knowledge is there on which basis we have to do and not do different things so all that even the you see navai vidu navai vidu rishayo napi devaha you see risha and siddha mukhya asura manushya kutonu vidya dharacharanadaya you know these are 
people who are far greater than human beings you know our human earthly human beings so although fully situated in the mode of goodness even the great rishis who occupy the topmost planets cannot assert in the real religious principles nor can the demigods or the leaders of siddha loka to say nothing of the asuras ordinary human beings vidyadharas and charanas so basically with their brain power they cannot assert in they cannot that's why as i said there is this there was a subject matter uh, discussion debate in janaloka who is supreme personality of god let's see that uh, one as the sages listen lord narayana rishi related to narada an ancient discussion about the absolute truth that took place among the residents of janaloka this is from the uh, shrimad bhagavatam canto 10 chapter 87 verse 8 9 and 10 like that shri bhagavan vacha swayam bhuva brahma satram janaloke bhavat pura तत्र मानसा मुनीनामूर्धरेतसाजेसाइसूथ्रांसेंडल mental sons of brahma were all perfect celibates celibates means they never released semen and their semen rises upward to the head and they become so sharp in intelligence that there was no need of writing any scriptures you see shukadev goswami how he is like you know like a waterfall you know it's just the words are coming out and philosophy is one thing the bhagavatam is full of even names of dynasties of who is the you know the, all the names of different uh, kings or sages and their wives the wives names the, the children that each of them have the children of the children and the children of the children is like dynasties and dynasties and gen- the whole genealogical table in bhagavatam is amazing and how to even remember the names okay you remember, you remember the philosophy or fine you remember the names you remember the en- entire story i mean the whole uh, history of them everything sharp memory and completely inside the brain no books no apps nothing <laughs> no reference just speaking like that this is possible by urdhvareta sam so there was this discussion what is that I'll read the translation at that time you happened to be visiting the lord of shwetadevi the supreme that supreme lord in whom the vedas lie uh, okay here a lively discussion arose among the sages on janaloka as to the nature of the supreme absolute truth there was a lively debate you know discussion indeed the same question arose then that you are asking me now although these sages were all equally qualified in terms of vedic study and austerity and although they all saw friends enemies and neutral parties equally they chose one of their number to be the speaker and the rest became eager listeners sri sanandana replied 
after the supreme lord withdrew the universe he had previously created he lay for some time as if asleep and all his energies rested dormant within him when the time came for the next creation the personified vedas awakened him by chanting his glories just as the poets serving a king approach him at dawn and awaken him by reciting his heroic deeds but this is what actually oh it's a whole okay, it's a whole chapter anyway the point is this i wanted to make that that bhrigu he uh i'm not going to go through the whole story now but you get the idea that even on those planets they wanted to you know know what is the, the the absolute truth the nature of the absolute truth so actually the whole story goes there in the chapter <coughs> how lord vishnu lord narayana was asserted to be the topmost supreme being so we did not go to the next verse right you see this this is the names swayam bhurnarada shambhu kumara kapilo manoh prahlado janako bhishmo balir vayasakir vayam dvadashaite vijanimo dharmam bhagavatam bhataha guhyam vishuddham durbodham yam gyatvamrutam ashnute lord brahma bhagavan narada sometimes narada narada muni is also called bhagavan because he possesses bhagavan in his heart so bhagavan means the one who possesses six opulences so krishna possesses all six opulences but because the devotee possesses krishna who possesses six opulences so the devotee is also sometimes addressed as bhagavan what are the six opulences aishwaryasya samagrasya viryasya yashashashriya ज्ञानी so therefore he is called bhagavan bhaga bhaga means the the opulences and van means one who possesses and a devotee possesses krishna who possesses the six opulences therefore sometimes devotees are addressed as also bhagavan because he also possesses six opulences in fact he possesses the possessor of six opulences <laughs> so like that lord brahma bhagavan narada lord shiva the four kumaras the Kap- lord kapila the son of devahuti Swayambhuvamanu, Prahlad Maharaj, Janak Maharaj, Grandfather Bhishma, Bali Maharaj, Shukadeva Goswami, and I myself, that means Yamaraj is speaking this verse actually. I myself know the real religious principle. Not everybody can know. My dear servants, this transcendental religious principle which is known as Bhagavad Dharma or surrender unto the Supreme Lord and love for Him is uncontaminated by the material modes of nature. it is very confidential and difficult for ordinary human beings to understand as today's was very difficult for even the intelligent people to understand huh? but if by chance one fortunately understands it he is immediately liberated and thus he returns home back to godhead see that so this is where it is coming from <coughs> otherwise even the topmost planets cannot understand Huh? The in, the inhabitants there. Now he named the twelve. 
he said we understand some of them are not in the topmost how they understand because they are devotees and that's why krishna said bhaktos me sakhacheti rahasyam hi etat uttamam in the fourth chapter third verse krishna krishna said i am speaking to you arjuna because you are my devotee and friend and therefore you can actually understand this rahasyam this secret this mystery of my existence of this whole truth absolute truth therefore i am speaking to you this knowledge and if we follow in the footsteps of such devotees then we will also understand otherwise without speculation we cannot therefore out of causeless mercy to his devotees the lord explains directly to arjuna what action is and what inaction is only action performed in krishna consciousness can deliver a person from the entanglement of material existence we'll go to the next verse 417 karmano hyapi bodhavyam bodhavyam cha vikarmanah akarmanascha cha bodhavyam gahana karmano gatih see karmanah of work he certainly api also bodhavyam should be understood cha also vikarmanah of forbidden work akarmanah of inaction cha also bodhavyam should be understood gahana very difficult karmanah of work gatih entrance see translation and purport by his divine grace ac bhaktivedanta swami shri prabhupad ki jai translation the intricacies of action are very hard to understand therefore one should know properly what action is what forbidden action is and what inaction is karma vikarma akarma these are the three words purport if one is serious about liberation from material bondage one has to understand the distinctions between action inaction and unauthorized actions why why that is so because if one is serious now the first sentence if one is serious about liberation from material bondage that means he must understand what is bondage what is liberation and he should avoid the activities that lead to bondage and perform activities that lead to liberation what causes bondage and what causes liberation he should know all these things he cannot just know what causes liberation and not know what is what causes bondage because then he is not in complete knowledge he knows what is to be accepted but he does not know what is to be rejected if you just go on accepting everything 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 will be spoiled if you accept krishna prasadam and also accept outside food what will happen everything is spoiled so uh, we we have to avoid certain things uh, and accept certain things favorable things accept unfavorable things reject anukulasya sankalpa pratikulasya varjanam and therefore in the nectar of instruction rupa goswami actually you know lists down what are the things that should, that, that are to be rejected what are the things that are to be accepted by devotees in order that the progress in devotional service is not hampered so if one is serious about liberation from material bondage one has to understand the distinctions between action inaction and unauthorized actions one has to apply oneself to such an analysis of action reaction and perverted actions because it is a very difficult subject matter to understand krishna consciousness and action according to its modes one has to learn one's relationship with the supreme 
to understand Krishna consciousness and action according to its modes, one has to learn one's relationship with the Supreme. This is important. Unless we understand that, because to understand action and inaction, we have to understand what is the real goal of all action. What is the real thing that is to be achieved? Then we know, okay, what to be, what is to be done, what is not to be done. If there is no aim, then what do we know? How do we know what is to be done and what is not to be done? How? Just like in the GPS, when you lock the destination on the GPS, okay, I want, I want to go here. Then the the system will show you the route. No, that route is is a single path, the shortest one. It always shows the shortest route or the fastest route depending on your settings. <laughs> so, if one is a devotee, his settings will be the fastest route, shortest. Actually, usually shortest is the fastest unless sometimes there is a traffic jam. But Krishna's road to Krishna is very wide, there will be no traffic jam. So, even if uh, trillions and trillions of souls go at once to the spiritual world, there will be no traffic jam. So, uh, you, and the shortest is the fastest in Krishna's case, I mean our path to Krishna. Now, what happens, okay, before what happens, what does that mean? When it shows this path, that means the other paths you have to avoid because it's not going to get you to the destination or rather, if you look at it even more closely, suppose what happens now you are on the path and one turn you miss and then you go, you, you miss the turn and then you keep going. Now what happens? the system will recalibrate and show you the path what is best possible from then onwards so similarly if we accept other things than what is absolutely to be followed for the for perfection of life then it will take it will take longer for us to get to the destination because you have to do all kinds of atonement and you know come back to the right track again you have taken a detour as they say in india bypass road no bypass. You take the bypass road. Uh, actually, it is not a bypass. It's a detour. So going somewhere else. We think it will shorten our, you know, thing. But actually, it's not a real bypass. It is. A, it's, it's a cheat, cheating route. We will take us somewhere else. So if we are not careful, if we if we go wayward from the path, then we can reach again. I mean, if you if you miss the road in on the GPS, I mean, you can reach the destination, but it will take longer. So, it will be difficult. The impersonal path and all this is very difficult. One who is cultivating knowledge, he will come to impersonal understanding, speculative knowledge. But many, you know, millions or hundreds of thousands or whatever, after many hundreds and thousands of lifetimes, when one cultivates knowledge and one actually becomes knowledgeable, then he will surrender to Krishna. Until then, he is vimukta maninas. He is thinking he is very knowledgeable and liberated already, but actually he is not. So, he is avishuddha buddhaya. Their, their intelligence is not perfect yet. But one who is actually jnanavan, one who is actually intelligent and full of knowledge and wisdom, he will surrender to Krishna. That is real. Uh, so, one who has that destination locked, that means he understands the aim of life is to understand Krishna then yes everything we have to take krishna's direction now what is what is to be done what is not to be done then when we when we accept like that then it becomes clear it becomes very clear what is to be done what is not to be done
you see to understand krishna consciousness um and action according to its modes one has to learn one's relationship with the supreme that is one has one who has learned perfectly knows that every living entity is an eternal servitor of the lord and that consequently one has to act in krishna consciousness the entire bhagavad gita is directed toward this conclusion any other conclusions against this con- against this consciousness and its attendant actions are vikarmas or prohibited actions to understand all this one has to associate with authorities in krishna consciousness and learn the secret from them this is as good as learning from the lord directly otherwise even the most intelligent persons will be bewildered and let's take you know we have seen this but you know this is very relevant here so this is the demoniac people pravrtim cha nivrtim cha janana vidurasura na saucham na pichacharo na satyam teshu vidyate those who are demoniac do not know what is to be done and what is not to be done of course even the great sages they also don't know but the why they are great sages and these are demoniac no the great sages they approach authority and discuss these things with authoritative sages who are in the parampara system then they will also come to know you see that's why when shukadev goswami was speaking to parishit maharaj not only both were there in different different various various uh, rishis and munis from different parts of the universe came to know of this great discourse that was going on oh they all came and attended and they were all sitting in the audience huge audience was there and shukadev goswami was speaking and all these great rishis were hearing so this is the difference whereas demoniac they don't consult the authoritative sources that is their problem they take as their authority somebody who is like them also who does not know that is explained in the shrimad bhagavatam by prahlad maharaj Seven dot five dot thirty-one. Nate vidusvartha gatim hi Vishnum durashayaye bahiratthamanina andhayathandhair upaniyamanas tepishatantriyam urudam nibadha. Persons who are strongly entrapped by the consciousness of enjoying material life. and who have therefore accepted as their leader or guru a similar blind man attached to ex- external sense objects cannot understand that the goal of life is to return home back to godhead see they are blind and they have accepted as the, accepted as their leader or guru a similar blind man attached to external sense objects they are blind and the leader is also blind and they cannot understand that the goal of life is to return home back to godhead huh and engage in the service of lord vishnu as blind men guided by another blind man miss the right path and fall into a ditch materially attached men led by another materially attached man are bound by the ropes of fruitive labor which are made of very strong cords and they continue again and again in materialistic life suffering the threefold miseries this is what happens when we don't know what to do what not to do and take direction from another person who also does not know what to do and what not to do then everybody goes down oh you see 
and they come to wrong conclusions. They say that this world is unreal with no found foundation, no God in control. They say it is produced of sex desire and has no cause other than lust. Kama haitukam. Then following such conclusions, the demoniac who are lost to themselves and who have no intelligence engage in unbeneficial, horrible works meant to destroy the world. That's what the world is facing now. So, in the last two, last two verses of this chapter, 16th chapter, it is said, Yaha Shastra Vithim Utsrijya Vartate Kamakarataha Nasasiddhima Vapnoti Nasukham Naparamgatim He who discards scriptural injunctions and acts according to his own whims attains neither perfection nor happiness nor the supreme destination. Next verse, Tasma Chastram Pramanam Te Karya Karya Vyavasthitao Gyatva Shastra Vidhanoktam Karma Kartum Iharhasi one should therefore understand what is duty and what is not duty by the regulations of the scriptures. Knowing such rules and regulations, one should act so that he may gradually be elevated. So the Shastras have all the directions on what to do, what not to do. And such Shastra must be learned from a bona fide spiritual master, not independently. Then we also cannot understand. So in this way, one should understand uh, what is to be done and what is not to be done? What is karma? What is vikarma? What is akarma? So actually, um, these things are mentioned. If you want to go through them, for actually, from four eighteen onwards, there is. Um, what is action and inaction and all these things are explained in detail. So, briefly we will just explain what is karma. Karma means what is authorized. Uh, let's take out that verse. Kanto 6, Chapter 1, Text 40. You see, 6140. Yamaduta Ochuhu Veda Pranihitodharmo hi adharmastad viparyayaha Vedo Narayana Sakshat Swayamburiti Shushruma. The Yamadutas replied, That which is prescribed in the Vedas constitutes dharma, the religious principles, and the opposite of that is irreligion. The Vedas are directly the Supreme Personality of Godhead Narayana and are self-born. This we have heard from Yamaraj. This is a very simplistic definition. There is more intricacy to this. Because in the Vedas, there are instructions for the people in the mode of ignorance, and mode of passion, mode of goodness, and for those who are above even goodness, Shuddha Sattva. Um, so, what is to be followed by whom? Everything in the Vedas is, yes, Dharma, but for us, like those, that instruction where one can eat meat once a month, on Amavasa day. This is meant for those people who actually want to eat meat every day. For them it is control. Okay, you eat meat only once a month. That means, at the standpoint, at the level that they are at, you know, it is, they are very sinful. Like, they want to eat meat every day. So, to make it a little better, okay, you don't eat meat every day, you eat once a month. And that too by offering and sacrificing this, this, this way. So, it is meant to reduce their meat eating. And, make them understand the consequences. But one who has already passed that stage and already he is a supposed Vaishnava, 
he is supposed to be vegetarian he should never even follow that injunction of the vedas he cannot say oh you see anything that is uh, described in the vedas is dharma so that is also dharma i will do dharma yes but then it is dharma but it is to be followed by the people who are lower than that to get them to get them to some standard not that one is in a higher standard and the, oh, this is also dharma but it is dharma meant for the lower standard people it is to elevate them suppose you are you know on a staircase 10 steps are there now this person is on the first step so this injunctions of eating meat once a month is like okay go to the second step high rise higher you know go to the second step but the one who is on the ninth step he should go even higher he should go you know to the goal and only one step higher you know go to the goal but why he should come to the second step oh that is also part of the staircase only no so the vedas are like staircase you know different different levels of injunctions for different uh, levels of people according to their modes of material nature so what is dharma for one is not dharma for another see that uh, at the same time although it is adharma for this person he should know that it is dharma for that person because he is being elevated but i will go down if i follow this if i if i am following devotional service path and if i follow this once a month meet program that is a big fall down huge fall down so but for him it is not a fall down because he is rising he is going to the second step so like that there is so much intricacies uh, even in karma and vikarma of course vikarma also there is there are degrees of vikarma and there is akarma then uh, so this is a very simplistic definition but it is true so that which is opposite not mentioned in the vedas whimsical action a vikarma and such people will be punished then there is akarma akarma means inaction it is described as but it is actually action that does not produce a reaction in the material perspective uh, in the material perspective it looks like an action because there is no result suppose um suppose i am working in a company hmm? and the boss asks me to do asks me to do something and the whole day i am on the computer doing something but then at the end of the day the boss asks for submission uh, sorry sir i did not do anything and what i was doing i was doing something else then Huh? I was not doing what I'm what the boss asked me to do. So although I'm doing, it did not produce any result. What he asked. So very crude example, but it's like that. A person doing akarma, he is very busy. Whole whole life, you know, very busy. Morning to night is very busy, but he doesn't earn us salary. There's nothing. Hey, if you're working for so long, where is the result? I mean, where is your salary? Where is your home? Where is your what nothing is visible no symptoms of a person who is working are visible in you they may ask you know that's why they think we don't work hey why you don't work huh? why why don't why can't you work you know you're young man you should work i always tell them who says i'm not working huh? we work more than you <laughs> no more than you and we do more important work than you i reply them like that yeah, you, you you know we are trying to because when we distribute books that too you know when we on the street sometimes we meet these people and you know sometimes they just they want to poke nose they want to poke their nose into everybody's affairs you know sometimes 
so why why are you you know standing like this you know what is this you should you are a young man you have energy in your body you should work you see i am an old man i am still working huh if i can work why you cannot work they will ask like this that's why I'm, i say sir we are standing in the hot sun here whole day this is not work why you say it is not work we are dis- we are doing god's work you are doing some man's work and that too i have to check what kind of work it is first of all sinful or not you know, definitely something sinful connection connection will be there and we are doing here god's work why you say i am not working no you don't get you, 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 are you maintaining your family are you maintaining are you giving anything to your parents I said no now you see see so what i am giving in a way which you cannot understand just like narsimhadev said yeah just because you pralad are in the family 21 generations of your family are all being taken care of their future lives are also taken care of this life also will be taken care of ha uh, you only can feed your father but uh, ours krishna is giving us so much protection 21 generations ha uh, so why you say i don't i'm not doing i don't send money that doesn't mean it's i'm not doing anything i'm sending in another way hmm? so but for them it is you know i'm not we are not working because they don't see the results you, if you are working you know if you are then you should have a car or some some you know but you are always like you know beggars on the street you know you are <laughs> they see like this uh, so this is akarma it does not produce any material result and also more importantly it does not have any pious reaction or impious reactions like you do good activity in this world pious actions you'll get heavenly birth in the next life or a better birth and you do sinful actions you get sinful birth in animal life or you know in human beings but more of ignorance like that or go to hell so many things but inaction means neither pious nor impious actions so where is the result going then ah oh, it is connected with krishna it is in fact liberating in fact it not only the work has no more action i mean no more reaction but the work is so powerful that it burns the reactions of even the past pious and impious activities that were being performed before let us explain you see this padma purana says aprarabdha phalam paapam kootam bijam phalonmukham kramenaiva praliyeta vishnu bhakti ratatmanam you see for those i mean this is a, i don't know how it is translated here it is a very wrong long translation here but the thing is the sinful reactions sinful means we are talking about both bias pious and sinful because actually they are all different grades of sinful reaction only sometimes they are called pious because the result is better than what we have now as a human being maybe to get a you know demigod body is better than a human body definitely so from our view point that may be pious that is something higher but actually we as soul we belong to the kingdom of god vaikuntha from that view point everything lower is actually sinful it's a fall down even brahma's position is a fall down because it is lower than a pure devotee of krishna in the spiritual world therefore from that view point oh everything is actually sinful in different grades only so the so called piety is just a little bit better sinful than us like in the prison there is prabhupada explain like a class prison b class prison c class prison 
so the a class person is a you know bit more comfortable oh, i mean what <laughs> i mean after all it's prison what kind of comfortable prison is that so it's a prison but a class prison so that kind of uh, thing is there so that's why the pious pious and sinful are classified but actually everything is really sinful like a uh, from the ground a 100 story building wow it's such a tall building so high up but from the aeroplane it's like nothing you are 10 kilometers 12 kilometers above the ground so for compared to that just a few meters from the ground is like nothing um, so it depends from which viewpoint so from bhakti viewpoint bhakti is you know transcendental to all karma naish karmyam so that naish karmyam stage is devotional service from that status everything is sinful so aprarabdha phalam papam kutam bijam phalonmukham kramenaiva praliyata vishnu bhaktiratatmanam so the bijam so when you sow a seed then you will get the fruit eventually but not immediately so it develops there are stages before you can actually get the fruit and before the fruit even ripens so first there is a seed and then there is a sapling and then the plant then becomes a tree then there is fruit and then the flower and the fruit and then the fruit ripens ah when the fruit is ripe yes that's when actually we um begin to uh, experience the effect of the beej that we sown that we have sown before so in whatever stage of the development of these sinful reactions are you know kutam bijam phalonmukham that means just i mean in the, in this bijam stage you know or kutam stage you know you know, you know just like uh, dormant kutam and then just going to ripen you know all these different stages whatever stage it is kramenaiva praliyata vishnu bhakti ratatmanam the more we do vishnu bhakti action the akarma not only that particular action has no reaction but all the built up reactions of so called pious and impious which are just different shades of impious activity all are being burnt up with that great fire of pure activity of krishna consciousness that's why krishna says in the 18th chapter of bhagavad gita 1866 the famous verse sarvadharman parityajya mamekam sharanam vraja अहम तां सर्वपापेभ्यो मोक्षयिष्यामि मासुचः सर्वपापेभ्यो मीन्स ऑफ ऑल फ्रॉम ऑल सिंपल रिएक्शंस आई विल सेव यू सी अबैंडन ऑल वैरायटीज ऑफ रिलीजन एंड जस्ट सरेंडर अनटू मी आई शैल डिलीवर यू फ्रॉम ऑल सिंपल रिएक्शंस ऑल सिंपल रिएक्शंस नॉट जस्ट अ फ्यू सिंपल रिएक्शंस बट नॉट द अदर्स नो एवरीथिंग इवन द पायस रिएक्शंस सो कॉल्ड पायस रिएक्शंस ऑल सिंपल रिएक्शंस एनीवे सो फ्रॉम एवरीथिंग आई विल डिलीवर यू फ्रॉम सो डू नॉट फियर just just in case you did not have faith in what i just said no 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 do not fear because i will do it so double assurance first he said i will deliver you from all sinful reaction then he said double confirmation do not fear do not doubt it you know so this is what he is asking so that is akarma there is this uh, oh one second 1858 
मच्चित सर्वुर्गा मत्सादात्तरिष्यसी अथ चेम अहंकारा न श्रोष्यसी विनक्षसी इफ यू बिकम कॉन्शियस ऑफ मी यू विल पास ओवर ऑल दि ऑब्स्टिकल्स ऑफ कंडीशन लाइफ बाय माई ग्रेस इफ हव एवर यू डू नॉट वर्क इन सच कॉन्शियसनेस बट एक्ट थ्रू फॉल्स यू गो नॉट हियरिंग मी यू विल बी लॉस्ट सो अगेन वॉट इज टू बी डन एंड वॉट इज नॉट टू बी डन सो द कर्मा द वेदिक सैंक्शन एक्शन इन द वेदर्स दे आर फॉर ग्रेजुअल एलिवेशन एंड वन एक्चुअली कम्स टू द पॉइंट ऑफ विष्णु भक्ति देन ही कम्स टू द अकर्मा प्लेटफॉर्म विच इज इवन हायर complete devotional service so that is the whole goal of even the vedic sanctioned actions but sometimes even the so called intelligent people as today's verse says even the intelligent cannot understand the intricacies of action see 416 if for those of you who have just joined uh you see today's verse 416 you see kim karma kim akarmeti kavayopyatra mohitah tatte karma pravakshyami yagyatva mokshase shubhat even the intelligent are bewildered in determining what is action and what is inaction now i shall explain to you what action is knowing which you shall be liberated from all misfortune you see let's take an example of some intelligent people so called intelligent people who come to a conclusion that is not correct 2.42 and 43 of bhagavad gita yami mam pushpitam vacham pravadantya vipaschitah वेदवादरता पार्थान्यदस्तीवादीन कामात्मापरा जन्मकर्म फल प्रदा क्रियाशेषबहुला भोगैश्वर्यगति प्रति मेन ऑफ स्मॉल नॉलेज आर वेरी मच अटैच टू द फ्लावरी वर्ड्स ऑफ द वेदर्स दे थिंक दे आर वेरी वेदवादरता दे रीड द वेदर्स दे थिंक दे वेरी नॉलेजबल बट दे आर एक्चुअली ऑफ स्मॉल नॉलेज वट इज द एक्जैक्ट वर्ड अविपश्चित मैन विथ अ पुअर फंड ऑफ नॉलेज ऑल दो दे आर वेदवादरता दे रीडिंग द वेदर्स एंड सपोज इट फॉलोज ऑफ द वेदर्स बट दे आर एक्चुअली मैन विथ पुअर फंड बिकॉज दे डोंट नो द अल्टिमेट एम ऑफ द वेदर्स वेदाइस्ट सर्वैर अहमेव वेद्य कृष्ण सेंग आई एम टू बी अंडरस्टूड बै ऑल द वेदर्स नॉट नॉट समथिंग एल्स बट दीज पीपल यू सी वॉट दिंग मैन ऑफ स्मॉल नॉलेज आर वेरी मच अटैच टू द फ्लावरी वर्ड्स ऑफ द वेदर्स which recommend various fruitive activities for elevation to heavenly planets result in good birth power and so forth being desirous of sense gratification and opulent life they say that there is nothing more than this and they don't know something more than that you see they think they have stagnated they stagnated at that point where heavenly life that's it are swargalok is what भूलोक भूवर्लोक स्वर्गलोक आफ्टर दट देर इज जनलोक महालोक तपलोक सत्यलोक एंड बियॉन्ड दट देर इज ब्रह्मज्योति बियॉन्ड दट देर वैकुंठ प्लैनेट बियॉन्ड दट देर इज कृष्णलोक गोलोक वृंदावन ऑल दीज थिंग्स दे डोंट नो एंड दस्ट थिंग दिस इज ऑल इन ऑल दैट्स इट सो वी शुड नेवर स्टैग्नेट अवर नॉलेज वी शुड ऑलवेज राइज हायर एंड हायर टू भक्ति एंड इफ यू टेक टू भक्ति डायरेक्टली विदाउट गोइंग दिस स्टेप बाय स्टेप इवन बेटर save ourselves a lot of time and energy time means i'm not talking about seconds minutes hours or days or months or years or decades or centuries or millennia no i'm talking about lifetimes millions of lifetimes we save you know how many lifetimes it takes to become a devotee 
Prabhupada said, you know, once, you know, for even for an impersonalist, to become a devotee, it will take at least 300 lives. 300 lives for a jnani, an impersonalist. I mean, just think about karmi. And now it is Kali Yuga. The more we go further and further, there's no way it's going to be 300 or 3000. It's going to be 3 million or 30 million or 300 million, you know, or 3 billion. Or, you know, how many lives we have to take? In Satya Yuga, yes, there is some chance. But it's Kali Yuga? It's only going to get worse. So, we should not waste time. This, this should be considered a golden opportunity. More than gold, in fact. More than gold. Just this, how many years we have, we don't even know. Huh? Whatever we have in this life, say 5, 10, 20, 30, 40, maximum 100 years, say. This 100 years of which already, if you are listening to the class, you, have, you should have at least come to a certain level of intelligence, which... It's definitely, I don't think any any of you here are like below 15 or 20, you see. At least that many years have already gone before we even started, you know, researching or, you know, trying to even understand what this all is about. So that many years have already gone, so 100, you can, you cannot count as 100, already gone so many. Now we are trying to, you know, grasp something. And... We have so many other activities here and there, so many distractions. All these things actually are, you know, if you minus out everything, hardly any time left in our days. And days are the things that make up our life. So if I am spending just like maybe a few minutes only for Krishna a day, it's a huge loss, you know, huge loss. In fact, it is said even one moment lost in Krishna consciousness is a huge loss already. Sahanistan Mahachidram. Second, Hmm. In the Vishnu Puran, it is stated here. This Sahanistan Mahaschidram, this one. So, if even for a moment, remembrance of Vasudev, the Supreme Personality of Godhead is missed, that is the greatest loss, that is the greatest illusion and that is the greatest anomaly. <laughs> Hardly any moments of remembrance of Krishna even. Here it is said, one moment lost is already gone. It's a big loss. But we are just losing hours and hours in a day. Almost the entire day is lost. And all these days add up and make our life. So, unless we increase the percentage of Krishna consciousness in our day, we're not going to improve our life. Our life is just made up of days. So, each, take each day one by one and let us make sure we are as much Krishna conscious as possible. And as much as possible, we should um, not forget Krishna. That is the whole idea. So, considering all that, uh, if we come to any different conclusion than that, it's going to be very, you know, a big loss. So, in this lifetime that we have, let's make it perfect. Whatever is remaining in our life, let's make that perfect. Um, take to the process seriously. Don't wait for something else. What do you want to wait for? 
what do we want to wait for somebody you know something i mean what everything is now laid out the ball is on our court as they say the ball is on our court we need to act the only thing that is stopping us from going back to godhead is our actions nothing else the process is all laid out krishna came chaitanya mahaprabhu came prabhupad came his books are here devotees are here association is there at least through online for some hmm? at least now it's all online so everything is there we just have to take up now what else can we ask for the entire path which is very difficult for even the most intelligent person as i said in today's verse is already laid out for us laid out oh, the whole plan is laid out neatly we just have to act on it nothing else needed so who is to be blamed if we don't make our lives perfect in this life so that's why we need to so that is karma vikarma akarma we will go into more detail tomorrow or not tomorrow tomorrow is actually an ama session ask me anything mondays and after that in fact i want to start on chaitanya charitamrita from tuesday and alternatively we will have chaitanya charitamrita and bhagavad gita so that's what i'm thinking uh chaitanya charitamrita bhagavad gita like that alternate days because that is one book which everybody every devotee should know and usually we have bhagavad gita classes and bhagavatam classes but chaitanya charitamrita we never touch usually so i want to start on that so from tuesday onwards that and wednesday we will do bhagavad gita thursday chaitanya charitamrita friday bhagavad gita saturday chaitanya charitamrita sunday bhagavad gita monday ama that's the plan at the moment if we introduce more something maybe we will see how we will take that forward all right so we'll stop here and uh, we'll take questions Oh, we have quite a many questions. Okay, first question by Bhaktin Pooja. I want to ask in pristine time, when someone's husband died in the war, then his wife performed a ritual called Sati. She also burned with body of her husband. By doing this, those ladies got moksha or swarga or become a ghost. So. well um this is uh, not exactly related to the today's class it will be better if questions like these are asked on the ama sessions where you can ask practically anything like this but during uh, lectures we would prefer to answer questions pertaining to the topic under discussion because we want to make it a uh, very coherent presentation on the subject at hand otherwise you'll just go to different different subjects so if you have a question like this um we can answer this on ama's so this is exactly the reason why i started the ama session so that you will have this opportunity of asking questions like these and we have those sessions going until 3 hours sometimes 3 and a half hours right So yeah that that session is for these kind of questions but when we have lectures on specific topics please ask questions only on those specific topics So 
I think because to keep that discipline going, I can answer this question, but I will refrain from doing it because I want to. I want you to have that discipline of asking these questions on the AMAs. So please ask this again tomorrow, and we will answer this tomorrow. All right? Because if this is, um, you know, if this is, if this is allowed, then it will just be everyday AMA sessions. So I don't want an lecture session and an AMA session after that. No, it's a Q&A session, question and answer session for that topic. Right? AMA session is only on Mondays, unless there is some like last week we had on Thursday because we had another subject going on. But we will have a dedicated session a week, once a week for this kind of things. Okay. Next question by so please ask tomorrow. Uh, please don't get me wrong. Uh, we will answer that tomorrow. Uh, Santosh Sharma, Prabhu, what software do you use to show the Gita in the videos? Uh, like this. Well, this is called Pocket Vedas app on the iPad. Um, that's what I use. Pocket Vedas app. And um, next question by Bhakta Virendra. What is the significance of Guru Purnima as per ISKM? Good question. So actually, let us put it on the screen. So I will disconnect this display and Just give me a second, huh? Just trying to open this. Okay, that's very big. We will make it small a bit. Okay. This is uh, a letter to Gaurasundar Das by Srila Prabhupada. And uh, this was in 1969 at a time when the devotees were not really um, uh, fixed on, on the standard procedures for everything. So, so this Gaurasundar Das, he, he actually did some... Um, Guru Purnima celebrations in the temple because he came to know of this through some Hindus like that. So you see, he, so he informed that to Prashila Prabhupada and Prabhupada said, I am glad to learn that you have performed a Guru Purnima ceremony by Kirtan, that is alright, but this Guru Purnima is generally performed by the Mayavadi sects. The idea of Guru Purnima is to offer gratitude to the spiritual master by the disciple once in a year, that is called Guru Purnima. So far as we are concerned, Gaudiya Vaishnavas, we offer all our gratefulness to the spiritual master on his appearance day ceremony called Vyasa Puja. So we follow, okay, why I'm actually answering this question, if it is, this is also not related to the class, right? But today is actually Guru Purnima day for you know, all the Hindus, they celebrate like that. And 
unfortunately even in uh, iskon they are celebrating when prabhupada already gave the instruction like this so sometimes it can be confusing for devotees so that's why i'm asking so today is because of today's guru purnima all right um so in gaudiya vaishnavas we offer our gratefulness to the spiritual master on his appearance day ceremony called vyasa puja so on the appearance day of the spiritual master we have to do so ours appearance day of prabhupada is the day after janmashtami that is our vyasa puja day and that's that's when we observe the ceremony so kirtan is our daily function whatever you have done is all right but actual worship of the spiritual master will be done by all of my disciples on the 5th day of september just one day after janmashtami so he is giving a clear instruction actual worship of the spiritual master will be done by all of my disciples on the 5th day of september another instance of this is also there i will paste that on the screen just give me a moment this is actually from a conversation that happened between shri prabhupada and tamal krishna on a morning walk Let's see okay here we go i hope you can see that wait a second okay so as you can see tamal krishna is saying today is the disappearance of day of sanatan goswami actually today is the disappearance day of sanatan goswami <clears throat> is the same as the guru purnima that they follow prabhupad oh tamal krishna it is also guru purnima prabhupad said today tamal krishna yes is there some special celebration or significance prabhupad guru puja that you are doing daily <laughs> you know so actually we our our thing is that in fact morning even the mangalarti song is glorifying the guru and darshanarti after darshanarti we have i mean darshan deity darshan we have guru puja so every day actually we do it but there is a special celebration again on the vyasa puja day but these people they worship their guru only once a year like that with the puja but we do guru puja every day so he said that is enough that is actually we are doing every day you know so that's why we don't really follow this uh, guru purnima system uh, so that's why all right next question after the mahabharat war bhishma dev instructed dharma geeta to the yudhishthir maharaj in the presence of krishna when he was about to die and then question mark uh, well is that a question even well he spoke yeah so again please ask questions hmm, related to the topic hey krishna smaranam prabhu prabhu should we listen to lectures and bhajans from non ritviks especially lectures definitely no and bhajans you know preferably no that's why we want to have more ritvik devotees you know do bhajans and you know sometimes you know for 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 tunes and all that you know sometimes devotees are exposed to all these um, devotees who are not in the ritvik system anyway these these have been established tunes in iskon over the years that we also sing 
but therefore there has to be more production of uh, bhajans from outside but especially lectures is more uh, significant because i mean even kirtan i mean kirtan also but lectures especially because the way they explain is um promoting their gurus and all the system you know many times so we should hear definitely from devotees who are you know who are following prabhupad so that they will never misrepresent that i have seen sometimes iskon devotees they give lecture and sometimes they quote some of these swamis you know some of these gurus in iskon so this subtly get into the uh, psyche of the listener especially and then they try to follow the those kind of you know Uh, people so yeah that's why we have to have more of this uh, bhajans and all by you know devotees who are ritviks and of course it's not the ritviks are the purest devotees no no it's just meaning having the label ritvik doesn't mean anything how one has actually come to the proper character you know that is also of course prabhupad he was quite liberal you know in his devotees doing kirtans and you know like that but then we should also think you know not just for musical entertainment we should also we should understand that the main thing is our character should be correctly representative just because ritvik means oh he is is pure now no he is not pure that's just the first step done right that's it that doesn't mean he is liberated or something like that so even ritvik devotees some are not following properly the real standards not just saying prabhupada is the guru and that's it uh, but one has to come to the real standards of devotional life you know everything on in every aspect every aspect understanding of the philosophy understanding of the etiquette between devotees huh? and becoming humble and all these things are very these are the real ornaments of a devotee um, so they have to be willing to take directions from devotees who have surrendered and not just you know Uh, have this ego that you know i am a ritvik devotee my kirtans are better than anybody else that kind of attitude is not good of course prabhupad was quite liberal in his devotees singing and you know even he that they, they made records and everything although they were not pure devotees right and later on many of them fell down also that also happened like vyasaki he was a disciple of prabhupad but then he you know he he married seven times seven different marriages i mean i'm not i don't want to you know assassinate his character or something like that but his kirtans are quite famous in in iskon so and after that also many many so many happened i mean even some of the one of the swamis you know prabhupad uh, you know glorified him saying oh you are like a gandharva actually so but then he also fell down later as a guru and you know still singing and all that so the thing is he was not against devotee singing but that's why we should we should become good in character and you know sing like that so again please please keep to the topic i don't want to make it an ama ama's are for mondays so all these kind of questions please please ask me on the ama i did not want to disrespect senior devotees so i'm answering some of them but you know that's my request um vanajakshi mata ji prabhu ji dhruv maharaj name is not listed among them who knows the real religious principles <laughs> two exclamation marks all right so actually yudhishthir maharaj's name is also not there arjuna's name is not there 
and uh, Kunti Devi the name is not there and I mean so many devotees are not mentioned you know so the thing is Dhruv Maharaj is a disciple of Narad Muni so Prabhupada's name is not there right I mean so how the these Mahajans and the the devotees who are in that disciplic succession of from, coming from these Mahajans and who have become perfect they are also as good as Mahajans you see so anybody who comes in this you know they are they are Mahajans even what to speak even Vyasadev's name is not there see that Vyasadev's name is not there uh, but his son's name is there but Vyasadev is also you know a great authority you see he has written the whole thing so there are many many thousands and millions of great sages like this um, just that anybody who is following in the footsteps of these great authorities so the others also they do follow in the footsteps of these great authorities so but Vyasadeva also is you know a disciple of Narad Muni so like that you know if you see they are all coming in that parampara system even sun god's name is not there Surya Surya Dev they all also are Mahajans anybody Gyanavan Maam Prapadyate Sa Mahatma <clears throat> so Mahatma or Mahajan it is the same thing so anybody who has completely surrendered is actually a Mahajan mm-hmm. but he has to be a pure devotee on that level okay. next question Bhakti Virendra Krishna consciousness teaches us not only art of living but art of dying you have made a statement and a question mark then yeah, so it's true. Out of living and out of dying. Um, the art of dying is that we have to remember Krishna, Ante Narayana Smriti. So, next question by Bhaktin Puja. Krishna is present in every living entity, so killing of animals is a sin. Kindly tell me killing of parasite or bacteria or virus or insects is a sin. Or virus or bacteria killing is also part of Krishna. So, use of antibiotics is a sin and use of pesticides is also sin. <laughs> so good question so no these have to be done so if there is a bacteria in my body or virus I have to kill it so that's not a sin so it is said that Atatai aggressor one who attacks he can be killed so on that principle Prabhupada said um, one can kill because it's Atatai at aggressor so an aggressor must be killed that is stated in the Manasamhita. So these are all aggressors. So there is not a sin to kill this. We can't, see the thing is we can't avoid killing. We have to understand. Jeevo Jeevasa Jeevanam for our eating, for our, you know, healthy, you know, that's why we use antibiotics, antiviral, you know, whatever, antifungal, you know, creams or something like that. So all these things are killing. So, but sometimes that is necessary. You see? <coughs> So these are aggressors. What to do? Sometimes we have to deal with that. Therefore, all these sins uh, we have to. Of course, when we are chanting, uh, Krishna will rid us of these accidental sins and sometimes unavoidable sins. But it's not that I should kill and then on the you know commit sins on the strength of chanting. That is wrong. But Krishna will, you know, liberate us from these unavoidable sins. Mm. The example is there, no, 1848. We can't 
we can't uh, act in a completely pure way in this in this material world but therefore we have to uh, where is that okay i'll just take that out 1848 you know i'll just read the translation Sahajam karma kaunteya sadosham mapinatya jayat sarvaram bhahi doshena dhumena agnir ivavritaha. Every endeavor is covered by some fault, just as fire is covered by smoke. Therefore, one should not give up the work born of his nature, O son of Kunti, even if such work is full of fault. So, rather, we should offer the results to Krishna. So, to maintain this body, we have to kill, you know, like you said, what is that? Antibiotics and, you know, some, you know, parasites. You know, mosquitoes sometimes, you know, we have to kill. You know, that otherwise there will be dengue here. Here, they have, especially in Singapore, you must, there should be no mosquito in your place. Of course, the place must be kept clean. If cleanliness is there, usually it will be okay. But at the same time, if there is at all any instance of these things, we have to kill. No, no, no question. So, uh, otherwise we will get fined. <laughs> you know, so that's, that's the rule in Singapore here. So, virus and bacteria killing is also part of Krishna. So, so the thing is, what I'm saying is, um, that's the question she was written. But what I'm saying is, in the in the case of maintaining the body, there must be some killing like this. So, if the body is used in Krishna's service, and then that is justified. So, to maintain our body, we are doing all these things, but we should do it with the understanding that this body, I'm not killing them because my health is important, because I am important. No. But this body is engaged in the service of Krishna, so this body has to be maintained for Krishna's service. And for that reason, sometimes these things have to be done. So, because it is Krishna's property and it has to be kept in good condition so that it can serve him. So, and we have, we have to actually engage our body in Krishna's service and then it will be perfect. You see, all the so-called sin is burned in the fire of that Krishna conscious activity. Mm. <coughs> Next question by Bhaktin Puja. How can we know that we are progressing in Krishna consciousness? By seeing how much we are remembering Krishna. Smartavya satatam vishnur vismartavya najatuchit. And, mind you, especially for a beginner, he will always think, yeah, actually I am remembering Krishna a lot, you know. Morning I am remembering, afternoon I am remembering, I am chanting, you know, I am doing everything for Krishna. Yeah, actually I am remembering a lot. That the sign, that is a sign that one is not remembering. <laughs> Because the whole focus is on me. Oh, I am. Rem- I, I, I. Actually, a real person who is actually remembering Krishna all the time, he will say that I am not at all remembering Krishna. I am actually. Uh, where am I remembering Krishna? I want. Even the six Goswamis, they are seeing Krishna everywhere. Premanjana Churita Bhakti Vilochanena. You know, the devotee always sees. Santa Sadaiva Hridayeshu Vilokayanti. So, this devotee always sees Krishna. But. You see how the six Goswamis are praying? He Radhe Vrajadhe Vike Chalalite He Nandasu No Kutah What is that? He Govardhana Kalpapada Patale Kalindivane Kutah Khoshantaviti Khoshantaviti Mahavivalao I forget that word Goshanta. Okay, let's see somewhere here in this chapter. Oh, here. 
ಘೋಷಂತಾವಿಜಪುರೆಮಹಾವಿಹ್ವಲೋಧೈರ್ಮಹಾವಿಹ್ವಲೋ ಐ ಆಫ್ ಮೈ ರೆಸ್ಪೆಕ್ಟ್ಫುಲ್ ಒಬೇಸನ್ಸಸ್ ಟು ದ ಸಿಕ್ಸ್ ಗೋಸ್ವಾಮೀಸ್ ನೇಮ್ಲಿ ಶ್ರೀ ರೂಪ ಗೋಸ್ವಾಮಿ ಶ್ರೀ ಸನಾತನ್ ಗೋಸ್ವಾಮಿ ಹೂಸ್ ಡಿಸಪಿಯರೆನ್ಸ್ ಡೇಸ್ ಟುಡೇ ಶ್ರೀ ರಘುನಾಥ ರಘುನಾಥ್ ಭಟ್ಟ ಗೋಸ್ವಾಮಿ ಶ್ರೀ ರಘುನಾಥ್ ದಾಸ್ ಗೋಸ್ವಾಮಿ ಶ್ರೀ ಜೀವ ಗೋಸ್ವಾಮಿ ಆ್ಯಂಡ್ ಶ್ರೀ ಗೋಪಾಲ್ ಭಟ್ಟ ಗೋಸ್ವಾಮಿ ಹೂ ಆರ್ ಚಾಂಟಿಂಗ್ ವೆರಿ ಲೌಡ್ಲಿ ಎವ್ರಿವೇರ್ ಇನ್ ವೃಂದಾವನ್ ಶೌಟಿಂಗ್ ಕ್ವೀನ್ ಆಫ್ ವೃಂದಾವನ್ ರಾಧಾರಾಣಿ ಓ ಲಲಿತಾ ಓ ಸನ್ ಆಫ್ ನಂದ ಮಹಾರಾಜ್ ವೇರ್ ಆರ್ ಯು ಆಲ್ ನಾವ್ ಆರ್ ಯು ಜಸ್ಟ್ ಆನ್ ದ ಹಿಲ್ ಆಫ್ ಗೋವರ್ಧನ್ ಆರ್ ಆರ್ ಯು ಅಂಡರ್ ದ ಟ್ರೀಸ್ ಆನ್ ದ ಬ್ಯಾಂಕ್ ಆಫ್ ದ ಯಮುನಾ ವೇರ್ ಆರ್ ಯು these were their moods in executing krishna consciousness that means you see the proper explains the goswami has never said we have seen krishna this is the recommended process worship in separation vipralambha seva this is chaitanya mahaprabhu's best offering to us it is even more ecstatic than some bhoga seva that means meeting krishna and serving him even better than that is serving him in separation vipralambha seva this is chaitanya mahaprabhu's teaching so we have to always know that um so the more one thinks like that that means it is more advanced so anyway um the main thing that we will uh, understand or feel when we are advancing in devotional services bhakti pareshanubhavo viraktir anyatra chay shatrika ekakala prapadyamanasya yathasnatah syustushti pushti kshudapayo nughasam 11242 devotion direct experience of the supreme lord and detachment from other things these three occur simultaneously for one who has taken shelter of the supreme personality of godhead in the same way that pleasure nourishment and relief from hunger come simultaneously and increasingly with each bite for a person engaged in eating now what if somebody says that prabhu i don't know whether i'm getting detachment or whether i'm you know my devotion is increasing or i am having any direct experience or realization i i don't know how to know then so one thing we can be assured of is that whatever shri prabhupad said if we just execute that then we know that krishna is happy and krishna's pleasure is is the secret of our success we will advance in devotional life as krishna is if krishna is pleased with us and how do we know krishna is pleased with us our spiritual master must be pleased with us how do we know our spiritual master is pleased we have to follow his instruction just like bhakti siddhant saraswati thakur said to prabhupad preach in the western world in the english speaking world and bhakti siddhant saraswati thakur left this planet and prabhupad went to the western world and preached and he was sure he is sure of course that bhakti siddhant saraswati thakur was very pleased with that uh, because his order was fulfilled so by following the order of the spiritual master one can be one can rest assured uh, and be confident that the spiritual master is pleased yasya prasadat bhagavat prasado so when the spiritual master is pleased krishna is pleased and when krishna is pleased then we will start to develop all the symptoms eventually and we will be able to notice that so in the beginning actually we don't notice we don't know we are just enthusiastic about it or eager about it or curious about it 
but we don't know that we are advancing. It is Prabhupada explained that when a child is born, he does not know how he was born. You know, and he does not know what is going on actually. It's only when one is completely matured, when one comes to a certain age, then he understands actually how a child is actually conceived and born and everything. He knows. So that maturity in devotional service, when we get, then we will be able to introspect and understand, okay. And when one becomes to that stage, to a, to a certain stage, I mean, he can see suddenly if there is some disturbance in his mind, he knows he has committed some offense. So he's very sensitive on the fluctuations on how the devotional um, enthusiasm is. Like Rupa Goswami, you know, when he, he accidentally, accident, without even intention, he accidentally offended a Brahmana, then his devotion, you know, went down. Suddenly he was, you know, he lost the ecstasy that he was in, the meditation. And then he, he asked his brother, what did I do wrong, you know? Then he said, you must have offended some Brahmana. And then, um, who is that and how, how to even apologize to that Brahmana now? I don't know what I have done also. So he said, all right, you do one thing, you offer, I mean, you organize a big feast and invite all the sadhus of Vrindavan and all the Brahmins and Vaishnavas, everybody. And the one who does not come and attend your function, uh, you should understand that he is the one who is uh, offended by you. So he, he did that and then everybody came, but this one Brahmana, he did not come after having been invited. So he understood, okay, he is the one. So Rupa Goswami fell and went and fell at his feet. And after that, Rupa Goswami again, you know, started to have his ecstasy back again. So, <clears throat> the thing is, we have to be conscious of these these changes and in the beginning it won't be, we will not be so sensitive to it. Um, so, we have to, the, the one thing is sure though, that if we just follow the instructions of a spiritual master, it will be very perfect. Next question by Vanajakshi Mataji. Prabhuji can understand, we need to ask we need to see Guru, Shastra and Sadhu whenever we fail to take any decisions. But often some petty decisions of our day-to-day -day life meet wrong conclusions. How to deal with such decisions? Same, Guru, Sadhu, Shastra again. We think they are petty, but actually if you add up all the petty things, all the small things, then it, then it significantly affects our consciousness. It significantly affects our, um, our day, you see, our actions. And when we are not, we have to be clear about every single thing that we are doing even however, however small it may be. So, there are actually answers for every single thing in the Shastra. It is, this, it is just that we don't know where. So, sometimes the devotees can help to find, you know, to point out, okay, this is the instruction here, that is the instruction there. So, a Sadhu's business, an ordinary person, it is said Guru Sadhu Shastra. So, Shastra is the base though. Um, but the ordinary person is not expert to find the answer exactly in the Shastra where. Yes, Shastra has the answers, but where? So, the Sadhu, so they take advantage of the Sadhu and the Sadhu or the Guru. So, they um, point out, okay, here is such and such thing in the Shastra, here is such and such thing in the Shastra that is related. So, based on that, then we can follow. So, that's why, although Shastra is there, the Sadhu, what they do is, they, what is that called? Um, curate, that's the word. They curate all the uh, content and, I mean, specific to some, a particular topic and they present from different, different uh, places. So, that's why Sadhu Sangha is very important. You may think it's the smallest, but actually, if it is affecting your consciousness, that means it is not as small. So, 
you can clarify it you know always um next question by bhakta subramanian um hari krishna prabhu dandavat pranam so dandavat pranam all glories to shri prabhupad prabhu regarding chanting the hari krishna mahamantra how effective is the chanting of the person who is somewhat pious that is neither does he reject the chanting of the mahamantra nor does he have complete faith in the holy name how gradual will be the progress in the spiritual life of such a person well yadrishi yadrishi shraddha siddhir bhavati tadrishi let's take on actually this is a good question um you see the third line and fourth line yadrishi yadrishi shraddha siddhir bhavati tadrishi that means as one gains his faith in the process that much he will attain perfection so his faith in the holy name is not 100% and actually all of us start there none of us have faith 100% at least i don't have you see i'm bad we have to have we have to accept axiomatically in the beginning and then we have to chant we have to you know the more we chant the more we become pure the more the holy name will reveal actually there is a statement um let me see श्रीमद् भागवतम हम्म वेयर आई ओके लेट मी जस्ट सी ओके लेट मी जस्ट सी गिव मी अ सेकंड यस सो 6324 परपोर्ट द ओनली वे that one can actually because not to not have complete faith is actually an offense right so that's why this is called nam aparad stage in the first everybody starts in the nam aparad stage so everybody is chanting with offenses only so how what to do what to do then you see this shri ala vishnu chakravarti thakur also quotes this verse from the padma puran nama paradha yuktanam namanyeva harantya gham avishranti prayuktani tanye vartha karani cha even if in the beginning one chants the hare krishna mantra with offenses one will become free from such offenses by chanting again and again पापक्षयति स्मरता अहर्निशम वन बिकम्स फ्री फ्रम ऑल सिंफुल रियाक्षन इफ वन चांस डे एंड नाइट फॉलोइंग द रेकमेंडेशन ऑफ श्री चैतन्य महाप्रभु इट वॉज श्री चैतन्य महाप्रभु हू कोटेड द फॉलोइंग वर्स हरेर्नाम 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 कवल कलौ नास्व 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 गतिरथा सो सतत कीर्तयन तो मं सो वी हेव टू चांट अगेन एंड अगेन एंड दट इज द ओनली वे टू राइज अबव द ओफेन्सेज टू द होली नेम सो our our progress will be slow but the only way to counteract is by chanting again and again so we have to try all the all the time how to you know improve our chanting how to improve how to carefully avoid the offenses we cannot do it overnight it happens over long periods of time you see next question um Nabajit Prabhu is asking where Manu lives. Well, 
I think this question was asked sometime. I don't know exactly where he lives. He has his planet somewhere. But, uh, well, somewhere in the heavenly planets. So, I don't know. <laughs> I don't have his address, Prabhu. <laughs> I don't have his email address or nothing. <laughs> so, I yeah, know he's, he's there somewhere. <laughs> I'm sorry, I can't give a better answer for that. Maybe there is some reference in the scripture, but not that I know of. So, next question by Vanajakshi Mataji. Prabhuji, this much I understood that there is no end of my karmas. Very difficult to reach the stage of akarma. Today's verse also support the same. Most intelligence are also bewildered and what to talk about about me, not even on the Kanishta platform. Whether Krishna or a spiritual master burn those karmas into ashes and take the soul back home, back to Godhead? Yeah. So, initiation means that, actually. <clears throat> so, actually, if you see the definition of initiation, Chaitanya Charitamrita, is actually from the Bhakti Sandarbha of Jiva Goswami. And um, if you see in the 15th chapter of Madhya Leela, 108th verse, See, Jiva Goswami explains Diksha in the Bhakti Sandarbha, 283rd verse. Divyam jnanam yatho dadyat kuryat papasya sankshayam tasmat dikshayati saprokta deshikai stattva kovidaihi. Diksha is the process by which one can awaken his transcendental knowledge and vanquish all reactions caused by sinful activity. A person expert in the study of the revealed scriptures knows this process as Diksha. So, at the time of initiation, the spiritual master absolves the devotee of all sinful reactions. Zero. He starts from, you know. So, that is why Diksha is very important. And the spiritual master transfers it to Krishna. And Krishna, you know, purifies the devotee of all the past sins. All the so-called. But one should not repeat. Surrender means, Diksha means, Atma Samarpan. That means, we have to completely now follow all the rules and regulations of the spiritual master not repeat again all those sinful actions again then there is no point of diksha it becomes fruitless so one should not break the contract it is a contract the spiritual master agrees in the contract that he will take away all the sins and introduce them and you know accept him as a disciple but the disciples um, what is that uh, the disciple has to abide by his directives that he has to completely follow the instructions of the spiritual master then it will be effective so i mean it's good you're humble so you should always think like that there is no end to my karmas anadi karma phale pori jale. but krishna is so powerful that he can save he can even by one name of krishna chanting offenselessly can rid us of all the sinful reactions so that faith also we must have. Yes, our karma is unending. But Krishna is so powerful and his name is so powerful that all that can be undone. If we think that it cannot be undone, that means we don't have faith in Krishna's name. So we only have to chant it sincerely and then the holy name will save us from this, all this thing. Next. Um, <clears throat> Ramyaka Varsha Ah, there is an answer Where is Manu? There is a Mataji quoted what? 
5.18.24. So, we have answer where Manu lives. So, there is you know, that is why I do not know Shastra, that is my problem. So, I cannot answer you. 5.18.24. Ramya kecha bhagavata bhagavata priyatamam mat matsyam avatara rupam tadvarsha purushasya manoh prak pradarshitam sa idanim api mahata bhakti yogen aradhayati idam chodaharati. Sri Sukadeva Goswami continued in the Ramyaka Varsha, where Vaivasvatamanu rules. The Supreme Personality of Godhead appeared as Lord Matsya at the end of the last era, the Chakshusha, the Chakshusha Manvantara. Vaivasvatamanu now worships Lord Matsya in pure devotional service and chants the following mantra. Oh, there is a mantra. Oh, there is a mantra here. Om Namo Bhagavate Mukhyatamaya Nama Sattvaya Pranaya Ujase Sahase Balaya Maha Matsyaya Nama Iti. So this mantra he chants. So there is a Ramyaka Varsha. So there is Bhumandal, there are so many Varshas are there. So in that planet, Ramyaka planet. So this is called Bharat Varsha, our planet. Similarly, there is Ramyaka Varsha. So in that planet he lives. So this is the address. Interesting, huh? So next pro next question. Premikash Prabhu, can make a session of uh, regarding Chaturmas Sivrata, please. Okay. <laughs> okay, we can think about that. Chaturmas Sivrata. So today is actually the starting of Chaturmasya. The four months of you know austerity. <laughs> actually, the real standards of Chaturmasya are so strict. But what we are following is a very, 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 very small part, insignificant part of the whole Vrata, Chaturmasya Vrata. But mostly it is done for Karmakanda uh, reasons. But the Vaishnavas also do it to please Vishnu. Um, maybe one day we can do a session on that one, on Chaturmasya Vrata. We only, our only following basically, of course some devotees take some vows, um, special vows. But uh, the the compulsory thing that we have to follow is um, no spinach for one month starting today, lunar month, not the solar month, lunar month, and then the next is uh, no yogurt for one month, and then the next month no milk for one month, and the final month is the damodar month, damodara mass. So that is uh, we don't take um, uh, urad dal, which is the what is that? Black gram dal. Hmm? We use for idlis and dosa and that, that dal, we don't take that on the fourth month, in the fourth month. So, some of course, some devotees follow some other things, like they fast, um, maybe take once a day, something like this. Basically, increase the devotional services, you know, that's the whole point. Hmm. But actually, Chaturma Sivrata has a whole story behind it. And in fact, I also am not completely conversant with all the details of it, and that will be a good uh, topic for a, for a session actually, because I can also revise. The whole point is I am also learning in this whole process. I am not a big teacher or what. I am just a student. Actually, by repeating and repeating, na, we will learn more. 
so that's actually i'm i'm realizing that more and more every day that we're doing this it's actually maybe you are also learning things but i am also learning a lot <laughs> so um, krishna smaranam prabhu next question someone who attends the temple and donates but does not surrender to the full bhakti yoga process what type of action is that well that is karma yoga you know at least he is donating something eventually you know he will advance slowly slowly so for a person who is doing nothing about devotional service at least to give a donation is a step forward but a person who is a full time and then you know goes down to a position where he only donates there is a regression again you see the the thing is everything is good depending on the candidate whether that is elevating him or that is bringing him down so what stage the candidate is in accordingly he has to follow the religious principles so that is the thing so if he donates that's good you know it's a good it's a good uh, progression you know and eventually slowly slowly with that sacrifice ultimately he will come to a point in this life or in a few lifetimes where he will give his entire life you know to krishna like that next question by sunita sharma hari krishna prabhu when do when devotees do 24 hours kirtan so you should listen to that kirtan or not well you can listen to kirtan the thing is if you know if we can do more our kirtan also then we can you know publicize that more in fact we don't put much of our kirtan videos actually you know i don't say you should not listen to kirtan but of course the it will be best if the devotees are strictly following and especially with prabhupada in the center and also following all the rules and regulations nicely of etiquette of everything but not everybody is perfect again so yeah i mean if you want to listen you listen i'm not saying no but it will better if we can have more prabhupada nagar devotees doing you know we can have videos like that actually that was our we were actually thinking about it how to make more videos and i mean we can just record actually but just that we did not do it our temple you know and our other temples as well mm, some devotees also are doing kirtan here and there and yeah we should have our own videos but until then i uh, i'm not saying don't listen to kirtan but we should not be carried away by the sometimes they focus too much on the presentation and but their character is actually not up to the mark especially i have seen this in iskon kirtans the kirtaniyas the ex gurukulis the one who were the, the ones who were in the gurukul and they learned all the instruments and singing and everything but the character is not they don't follow any mangala arti nothing you know simply simply singing and they are sometimes doing yoga on the side and then have yoga videos and sometimes sing weird bhajans which are not our our sampradaya and sometimes even sing some demigod names and all that so by that you can understand the character it's not very actually conducive but um, therefore we have to also step up our game so that at least we can also have you see of course live we have here we have live kirtans here but then recorded and shared and like that we should also put an effort to that anyway it's another subject all together next um manojakshi mata ji only at the time of initiation prabhu ji if so need to be more serious in krishna consciousness okay <laughs> initiation 
is not about reading ourselves of our sinful reactions that's not the intention with which we should take initiation sometimes people think like that you know and they take initiation after that they never to be found never so the initiation is not for of course i am not saying saying that you are asking with that intention but initiation is not just for one should not okay i will take it out Five twenty-four twenty. Shrimad Bhagavatam. If one who is embarrassed by hunger or who falls down or stumbles chants the holy name of the Lord even once, willingly or unwillingly, he is immediately freed from the reactions of his past deeds. Karmis entangled in material activities face many difficulties in the practice of mystic yoga, yoga and other endeavors to achieve that same freedom. Now here, Prabhupada is explaining a certain very important aspect. This is the same. We will read this very nice. Uh, <laughs> this whole thing is very nice, actually. A devotee. Wow. You know what? We will read the whole thing. How long is this? Okay, fine. Manageable. So it is not a fact that one has to offer his material possessions to the supreme personality of Godhead. and be liberated before he can engage in devotional service see it is not a fact that one has to be liberated before he can engage in devotional service a devotee automatically attains liberation without separate endeavors bali maharaj did not get back all his material possessions merely because of his charity to the lord one who becomes a devotee free from material desires and motives regards all opportunities both material and spiritual as benedictions from the lord and in this way his service to the lord is never hampered bhukti material enjoyment and mukti liberation are only byproducts of devotional service see they are byproducts of devotional service a devotee need not work separately to attain mukti shri bilumangal thakur said mukti hi swayam mukulitanjali sevate sman same thing king kulashekar also said in the mukundamala stotra ha alam 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 eka प्राणीना पातकासन विषय कृष्ण कृष्णेति वाणी मुकुंदे भक्तिरानंद भक्तिरानंद मुकुंदे भक्तिरानंद्रा करतलकलिता सा मोक्षसाम्राज्यलक्ष्मी See, by themselves, the word Krishna, Krishna are sufficient to drive away the sins of all living beings. Anyone who possesses devotion for Lord Mukunda, that is densely imbued with ecstasy, holds in the palms of his hands the gifts of liberation, worldly influence, and wealth. So, automatically has the effect of liberation. And Bilumangal Thakur also says, "Mukti swayam mukulitanjali sevate sman." A pure devotee of the Lord does not have to endeavor separately for mukti because mukti is always ready to serve him. Now, in this regard, Chaitanya Charitamrita, Antirila 3.177 through 188, describes Haridas Thakur's confirmation of the effect of chanting the holy name of the Lord. Keho bolle naam hoyte hoy paapakshay. Keho bolle naam hoyte jiver moksha hoy. Some say that by chanting the holy name of the Lord, one is freed from all the reactions of sinful life, and others say that by chanting the holy name of the Lord, one attains liberation from material bondage. Haridas kohena. 
নামের এই দুই ফল নয় নামের ফলে কৃষ্ণ পদে প্রেম উপজয় Haridas Thakur, however, said that the desired result of chanting the holy name of the Lord is not that one is liberated from material bondage or freed from the reactions of sinful life. The actual result of chanting the holy name of the Lord is that one awakens his dormant Krishna consciousness, his loving service to the Lord. Anusangika phala namer mukti papa nash tahar drishtanta jayche suryer prakash. This is a very important verse. Haridas Thakur said that liberation and freedom from the reactions of sinful activities are only byproducts of chanting the holy name of the lord if one chants the holy name of the lord purely he attains the platform of loving service to the supreme personality of godhead in this regard haridas thakur gave an example comparing the power of the holy name to sunshine eishloker arthakara panditer gan sabe kahe tumi kaho arthavivaran he placed the verse before all the learned scholars present but the learned scholars asked him to state the purport of the verse হরিদাস কোহেনা জয়ছে সূর্যের উদয় উদয় না হয়তে আরম্ভে তমের হয় ক্ষয় হরিদাস ঠাকুর সেট দ্যাট অ্যাজ দ্য সান বিগিনস টু রাইজ ইট ডিসিপেটস দ্য ডার্কনেস অফ নাইট ইভেন বিফোর দ্য সানশাইন ইজ ভিজিবল সি ওয়েন দেয়ার ইজ ডন ওয়েন দ্য সান হ্যাজ রিজন আপ কমপ্লিটলি অলরেডি দেয়ার ইজ লাইট ইউ সি চৌর চৌর প্রেত রাক্ষসাদির ভয় হয় নাশ উদয় হইলে ধর্ম কর্ম আদি প্রকাশ বিফোর দ্য সানরাইজ ইভেন টেক্স প্লেস দ্য লাইট অফ ডন ডিস্ট্রয়েজ দ্য ফিয়ার অফ দ্য ডেঞ্জার্স অফ দ্য নাইট সচ অ্যাজ দ্য ডিস্টারবেন্সেস বাই থিভস ঘোস অ্যান্ড রাক্ষস অ্যান্ড ওয়েন দ্য সানশাইন অ্যাকচুয়ালি অ্যাপিয়ার্স ওয়ান এঙ্গেজেস ইন হিজ ডিউটিজ ইউ সি দ্যাট পয়েন্ট দ্যাট সানশাইন হ্যাজেন্ট ইভেন কাম আপ ইয়ার সান ডন ওনলি and there's already the thieves will run away the rakshasas and ghosts will run away already when sun actually rises one does his actual duties of the day so the actual duties is to love krishna to love krishna is what we have to take initiation for uh, it is not to get rid of get rid of the sinful reaction that will automatically happen just like the ghosts and rakshasas run away even at the dawn of sun sun dawn not even sunrise so we should not consider initiation to free ourselves from all sinful reactions no we have to take initiation to become a devotee of krishna a pure sent person devotee any i mean sin, getting rid of sinful reactions is automatically there hmm. but if we do for that reason then people think oh i'll take initiation that's good and then i will do whatever i want no that initiation is nullified one has to abide by the orders of the guru then yes hmm. before the sunrise even takes place the light of dawn destroys the fear of the night and the, of the dangers of the night such as disturbances by thieves ghosts and rakshas and when sunshine actually appears one engages in his duties oi che namo dayarambhe papa adirakshay uday koile krishna pade hoy premodoy similarly even before one's chanting of the holy name is pure one is freed from all sinful reactions you see even before the holy name is pure in the nama abhas stage just crossing the nama prad stage already he is pure and one is freed of all and when he chants purely he becomes a lover of krishna that is the real goal mukti tuchha phala hoy nama abhas hoyte je mukti bhakta na loy she krishna chahe dite 
A devotee never accepts mukti, even if Krishna offers it. Mukti, freedom from all sinful reactions, is obtained even by namabhas, or a glimpse of the light of the holy name, before its full light is perfectly visible. See that? The namabhas stage is between that of namaparad, or chanting of the holy name with offences, and pure chanting. There are three stages in chanting the holy name of the Lord. In the first stage, one commits ten offences, ten kinds of offences while chanting. In the next stage, namabhas, the ten, the offences have almost stopped and one is coming to the platform of pure chanting in the third in the third stage when one chants the Hare Krishna mantra without offenses his dormant love for Krishna immediately awakens this is the perfection so we have to take in this way next um, Sunita Sharma <coughs> is asking uh, can you please record the Sankirtan Sikshashtakam and Aarati's etc so we can follow the morning Aarati tunes you sing very nice tunes well, we can try. We can try. Krishna Smaranam Prabhu. Um, my daughter Seva Radhika made the CD chant for peace in full Ritvik consciousness and was released for Srila Prabhupada's 50th anniversary. It can be found on YouTube. I am wondering if you are conscious of this. No, I am. I don't know. I think I heard this chant for peace. I think there was a CD that was given to me by Mataji. I think Shama Mataji. Is that the one? I haven't gone through it. If it is on YouTube, yeah, we will look that up. That will be nice. See? So, Krishna Smaranam Prabhu's daughters are very nice singers actually. And they are also Ritwik followers. And uh, yeah, they sing very beautifully in fact. And yeah, in our temple also we can do the um, bhajans and kirtans and the recordings. And uh, yeah, we will we will have to do this. We will have to do this. All right. So that's the end of the session. Thank you very much for joining and holding on for this long. Thank you. And we will see you tomorrow with the AMA session. Uh, after this class is ended, I will post a link, and you can start posting your questions. And. Um, I will I would like to you know introduce some rules for AMA because sometimes one person is asking like 10 questions <laughs> and others who are asking their question may, may or may not be answered actually that happened last week I did not answer one question of one one Prabhu who only asked one question but I, but then I missed it so let's say this way every person three questions all right of course, you can post more questions, but then we will see if we don't have enough questions on the class, then we will go to your fourth question. But otherwise, we'll see three questions. The first three questions will be given the first priority. And question number four or five, if we have time, if we have, then we will go to the next, you know, all the different questions. So. If there are not enough questions to take, then yeah, we will go to go through all the questions. But if there are many, many devotees asking so many questions, so it will be difficult to put it all in uh, maybe two hours or something like that. So then it will be inconvenience for, some, for devotees sometimes to sit that long. But it's nice to discuss all these things. I'm not saying no. But, you know, we have limitations of time. We are in the material world, what to do. And we have duties. People have to wake up. And we also have to wake up for Mangalarati and everything. And uh, so yeah, that's the plan. So feel free to ask. I'm not saying no. Just that 
if there are too many so i will take the liberty to answer just three questions of each person first and once we've gone through all that if you still have time yes then the fourth fifth sixth then of uh, all these different questions of various devotees all right so that will be the ama tomorrow and after that um chaitanya charitamrita we will have to start on that all right thank you very much bhagavad gita ki jai shila prabhupad ki jai anant kodi vaishnavrind ki jai nitai gaur premanande hari hari bol hare krishna